0: Good afternoon everybody, well, if it is afternoon, and welcome to Season 3 of the Chungus Cast. Uh, In today's episode, we go over the much-anticipated Fairfax County Burke Station cold case involving uh, Miss Eva Roy of Burke Station, Virginia. So if that interests you, please stay on and uh, enjoy the episode. And after the episode is over, I'll hit you with the calls to action, as I always do. So yeah, I'm glad to be finally back here. I finished law school. I finished the bar exam. and Now I got some time to uh, put some more episodes out. This, one's, this is one I've been waiting to do for a long time. So um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is. Bye-bye. Alright everybody, welcome to a special episode of the Chungus Cast. I think this will be episode 3 of season 3. I'm here with uh, one of the OGs, uh, Mr. Andrew, who is um, a high school friend of mine, I guess.
1: I I actually don't know if that's a good designation,
0: because I feel like (laughs) we didn't
1: become friends until college. Like, really. Yeah, you
0: were my college freshman year roommate. And, And, you know, hijinks ensued. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Just a friend. I I, I think high school is good because it gives a good point of reference. Sure. Um, but yeah, we're drinking here. Cheers. Um, and we have the new Yeti mic set up. This is one of the first in-person sessions with multiple people using the Yeti mic. And uh, let me know how it sounds. I think it's doing a good job. We're in a little bit of an open space here using the uh, two-person setting. We're sitting across from each other. So, hopefully it sounds all right. Um the readings are looking pretty good, but I'll just get right into it. Today, at least for my part, uh, I'm going to be talking about one of the uh, craziest cold cases in Fairfax County history. Um and it's pretty it's a lot more recent than you might think. But uh it involves a murder, rape and uh um yeah, murder and rape of a young girl. So if that uh, at all bothers you, you should probably stop listening uh, now. I will not make it too graphic as best as I can, and most of it's just going to be about the aftermath uh, involving trying to locate her killer. So there won't be much of a description of you know the how they found the body because that de- description does not exist from what I have been able to research. Um but yeah so trigger warning i probably should have said that before i said what the episode is going to be about but hopefully you've heard those horrible words before and you're not too off by that um so uh andrew do you know anything about this case before i start so i mean just growing up in fairfax county and kind of
1: having a little bit of the background of the same folklore that we have just for being in the area i mean i've I think that I heard that it's like if you go to this girl's grave at a certain time of night, her ghost will appear. And I know that I believe the house she lived in was over on Old Keen Mill Road and Sidon Stricker.
0: Um, Did you actually hear this before I said anything? Like,
1: I, I, I have kind of heard this, this story really? before. Okay, yeah. that,
0: that's interesting because a lot of people um, on the forum that I found all this information from have said similar things, and I don't know if they were, like, joking or not because the forum is known for not being very reliable. Um, and just being, like, 4chan
1: on steroids for Nazis, too.
0: Fairfax Underground, if anybody is familiar. Uh, when I worked in a criminal defense firm, a lot of the evidence we pulled was from there. Like, <laughs> like people posting stuff. Not, like, real evidence, but, like, stuff. Like, you look for any sort of, like, paper trail, and a lot of it came from there. So, uh, that's how, like... It, is that very, how they caught the guy? I mean, just, are you allowed
1: to talk about that?
0: No, no, no. They, it's just, like, whenever, like, we have a client or something, we look to see what's on there, to, like, see what the perception of him is, but... Or her. Or it. Um, but... It's like I don't know. It's it's very strange how active it still is, you know.
1: Yeah, I almost feel like
0: it's like it feels like it's the same four people, but it's definitely not. It's no. like every parent somehow knows about it because they post about like all like the school related BS in there.
1: But that's like I almost feel like it's been like um, I forget what the world the word is on the internet where a bunch of people who aren't native to an area or to a site kind of, I guess, brigading maybe. Like I feel like if you just go on the general forum of Fairfax Underground, it's all like leave immigrants, like just very far right rhetoric. I don't know if you've noticed that, but like I, I am of the opinion that just knowing the way Fairfax County is, there are, I'm not to say that there aren't racists here, but I don't think Yeah, those think people that are
0: definitely, like, not from Fairfax. Yeah, no, I... I, I you know, it's... Or at least, like, maybe one of them does, but they don't... They're like the dude who, like, ordered the same, uh, like, bacon cheeseburger ad egg from Paisano's every day when I worked there and never left his basement, and I would always show up and give him... John Mendoza, shout out. If anybody You're going gets... to have to that? No, I don't really <laughs> care. I don't even think that was his name. He, it was just like the name on the like address. Oh, his pseudonym. <laughs> but he would always order a bacon, uh, bacon cheeseburger, add egg, every day for lunch. Um, from an uh, Italian place. So Does this guy weigh five
1: hundred pounds. He or? was
0: not like he was not skinny, but he was not like obese. But I mean, he was well. He probably technically was obese, but he wasn't like you know. He wasn't like the Walmart right. Uh, well, memes. in but, America
1: <laughs> now, like obese and like six hundred pounds, that's like a different class of <laughs> right. player. I feel like.
0: But um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, Fairfax Underground. If you ever have any like, if there's any sort of like local, like drama, local gossip, and you want to know what it is, you should go to Fairfax Underground. You will get some sort of story. It might not be the true story, but it'll g- at least give you something. Um, so I'll just start. This comes from Fractured Fairfax. I'm just going to read everything he posted because it seems to be a carbon copy of a article that was posted in like the Fairfax Times, which has since been somehow expunged from all records because I went to like the library website to look at it and it was gone so like it looks like he just copy pasted this so I'm just going to read it verbatim. Um, Andrew please interrupt me if you have any questions throughout and then after we're done reading it I will try and fill in uh, everything else I've heard and read on that forum. So Fractured Fairfax here we go Lou Hall is charged with killing Eva Roy, fifteen year old girl found murdered near Burke, Virginia, from Washington Herald, August 9th, nineteen eighteen. Lou Hall is a white man about twenty four years of age, is held at the Fairfax County Jail, accused of the murder of little Eva Roy, the fifteen year old girl sorry, fifteen year old daughter of Peter Roy, a former farmer living near Burke Station, Virginia. The young girl's body was found Wednesday afternoon tied to a tree in a wood near her father's farm. Her apron strings had been used to hold her in a sitting position. Okay, so trigger warning here. Against the trunk. A bloody trail leading from an open meadow to the wood showed where her body had been dragged to its hiding place. Little Miss Roy had been missing since the day before, and her parents and the neighbors, had been searching the countryside for the past 24 hours. She had taken her father's cow into the meadow to pasture and had failed to return at the usual time. Sheriff Allison and two deputies suspected Hall of the crime from the first and late last night found him at the home of his brother and arrested him. The prisoner had been seen by a number of the neighbors in the wood where the girl's body was found. A short time after... The time of her disappearance. The murder followed a criminal assault. Physician stated yesterday. The body has been taken to the home of the girl's father for burial. Okay. So that's the first suspect, Lou Hall. Um, he will come back again in the story. But, yeah, pretty straightforward. Uh, you know, they found... She's missing, they find her tied to a tree, and, you know, uh things done to her, and then this guy was seen near her.
1: It's just bizarre to me to hear this, like, oh, they were taking the cow out in the pasture, because in my mind I have a mental picture of where this farmhouse is today. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so much more developed than it was just like 50 years ago. Bro, this
0: is it's so much more developed than it was like 20 years ago. Well, I'm
1: saying that, like, the house I grew up in, for context, was built in 1979, and that's kind of when there was the big Burke Center expansion where that that community uh was planned was put together but before that like if you go back to satellite photos from like 1955 it's like you'll see burke lake road was there and i believe old keen was there where uh, the house was off of but like it was just a ton of secluded woodland which i imagine was similar to where how it looked like um When the roy's lived in that house, like they may have, you know, burned down some of the woods for farmland. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it's just very striking, like how how modern a lot of Fairfax County is in its development.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, And the reason I even found this case is because we have a ghost hunting group chat, and uh, I think we named it like Ghost Hunters of Burke or something. But I was like searching. The house of Silas Burke, um, who is like his house is still there, and he, it's it's like the reason it's still there is because the county basically agreed to give the land to a retirement community, basically in exchange they had to like keep the house standing. I think
1: it's so bizarre now because beforehand I think there was only a park behind like so I reference Berkeley Road, but there's this old farmhouse on the right. Uh, when you're going towards uh, the Beltway, and that's where the house of Silas Burke was. But as of, like, five or six years ago, they did put just a giant, like, sun- Sunset Living or something, yeah, building behind it. Exactly. That's, looks, the juxtaposition looks really tacky. But
0: um, So let's continue here. This is uh, from the Washington Times, August ninth, 1918. Woodchopper charged with the killing of Little Virginia Girl. Who killed Eva Roy? Deputies of... Sorry, deputations of citizens and county officials of Fairfax County VA are today guarding the jail in Fairfax Courthouse, where Lou Hall, a white man, is held charged with one of the most brutal crimes in the history of the state. I don't know about that, but... No, <laughs> <Yeah>, I mean, <laughs> we, like, like we had this a pretty bloody history. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Attacked and murdered Tuesday before noon, Eva Dagmar Roy, the 14-year-old girl... 14-year-old daughter of Peter Roy, a farmer of Burke V.A.'s, a few miles from Fairfax Fairfax Courthouse, was found in a sitting position tied to a tree Wednesday morning shortly after 8 o'clock by members of a search party who had been beating the woods all night long. The girl was dead. Her body showed marks of the struggle with the assailant before she died, and the ground bore evidence of an unequal fight. Weeds were trampled underfoot, and branches of small trees were broken. A garter and torn bits of her clothing were found in an underbrush. A path through the high weeds into the thicket where where the body was found showed the course of the murderer when he dragged her from the spot where the attack occurred. Okay, so this is under heading circumstantial evidence, or evidence circumstantial is how they phrased it in this paper. Uh, Evidence against Lou Hall is purely circumstantial. He is officially charged with the murder and will be brought to trial in September. A preliminary hearing will be arraigned within ten days by the Commonwealth Attorney J. Vernon Forrest. Woodcutters who had worked with Hall gathered in the quiet village last night. There were threats of a lynching. In the darkness about the courthouse square, on the corner of which the Little Brick Jail is situated, the crowd gathered half-silent, sullen, From his cell in the jail, Lou Hall sat and watched the men, Sheriff J.R. Allison and Deputy Sheriffs Resonant White and Jailer Tom Cross, stood guard all night long. Lou Hall lived within 50 yards of the spot in which Eva Roy was found murdered, has a wife and two children, whom he supported by chopping wood. On the day of the murder, Tuesday, he went home about noon, took his wife and one child away to the father's home and himself took the other child, went to his brother's home in Akatink, served several miles from Burke's. There he was arrested about six o'clock Tuesday afternoon. When Sheriff Allison discovered circumstantial, which pointed to him as the logical man to solve the mystery of the little girl's death, he denies all knowledge of the crime. And then this is under the heading, Suspected by Father. In the home of is it is openly charged that Lou Hall is guilty. Peter Roy, the father, a Dane, who moved to Virginia from Minnesota about five years ago, bringing his family, is silent. Today, his comment was, Ah, well, it is one of those things one does not easily get over. In the interview with a reporter from the Times, as he sat under the wide-spreading oak trees that shade his quiet farmyard, he told the story, of the hours during which with which with neighbors and friends he searched the deep woods for his daughter finally to find her murdered as far as I know it was nine o'clock Tuesday morning when she left home he said she went to herd the cows I told her to bring them home a little after 12 o'clock but at noon I was not home she was not I was not at home okay sorry I had gone to Burke's. I was surprised. Okay, so this is how I found the connection to Silas because he's like he's like saying I had gone to Burke's. Right, like
1: the descendants of Silas Burke who still probably I'm pretty, lived off yeah, of the farmhouse. Exactly.
0: I don't even know how old Silas Burke was. It might have been Well
1: Silas Burke was like founding father's time, so like this he was? is going to be a like, like years afterwards. I thought
0: he was like eight late eighteen or early eighteen hundreds or something. Like late seventeen, early eighteen hundreds. Oh, okay. Well I had gone to Burke's. Um, I was surprised when I found that she was not home when I got there. As soon as I could get ready, I started over. I think I walked over 45 minutes before I found the cows. When I found them, they were near the Hans place, as it is called, and I looked all around but didn't find her. I then went to the house to inquire of the people if they had seen her, but they were not at home. This is titled Neighbors Help the Search. Then I went home as I was t- tired out to get a horse, ri- horse to ride. I also got Mr. Monroe and Eli Larson neighbors to go with me. I looked around for some time and then Mr. Monroe that I should go to Miss Hall's parents' home to find out if she had seen anything of my girl and the cattle during the day. Her father said that she and her husband, Lou Hall, had come there about three o'clock in the afternoon. I then went to see Mr. and Mrs. Hall, Lou's father and mother. They said he had gone to his brother's home in Agatink with his little boy. She was to she was with her little girl. Uh, sorry. She was with her her little girl. Stayed there. Uh, these people don't know how to speak English. That. This is a whole different language 100 years ago. <laughs> then I came back and met a lot of men of other men and were looking through the woods all night long. When we went home to get a little breakfast at daylight and we're back on the search shortly after daylight, we found her about half past 8 o'clock. Paul Marshall of Burks found the body. So maybe it was called just Burks instead of well, I think of it was Burke.
1: like Berks Station. Oh, it, oh like... yeah,
0: that's probably right. Okay. He was searching with Hillary... Harrison, and Russell Hughes. An exact description of the finding of the body was furnished today by Mr. Hughes. Paul Marshall found the body about 30 yards from the spring. He said, I was walking around the other side of the thicket and heard him say, here she is. She was laying with her back against a tree. The belt which goes around her apron was tied in a hard knot around her neck and close to her chin. You couldn't get a knife blade between the flesh and the string to cut it off. Her lower limbs were partially bare. Her foot was doubled under her left leg. Her chin rested on her left shoulder. Her clothes, clothing was not torn very much, but there were very heavy scratches on her neck and body. Her face was disfigured, and on her chin were the marks of teeth as on her ears. Okay, so this is titled, Shoe Tracks Found. The surface of the little tree above her head was unmarked, showing that she was not struggling when tied to the tree. After finding the body, the searching parties were called in from every direction, and we examined the ground. Papers from her lunch were scattered about the ground around the spring. Tracks of a man's shoe were traced from the spring to a deserted house on the hillside. The shoe appeared to be about size 11. Before finding her, we traced her footprints as she followed... Her herd of cows. Bloodhounds were brought into play after the body was found. In Hall's deserted house, a piece of clothing was found which, which was still smelling of his body. The hound was given the scent. <laughs> yeah, no
1: shit, it's still smelling of well, his body. So
0: they're saying this because they're about to give the hounds his scent to track him down, basically. Oh. Uh, the s- hounds, hound was given the s- <laughs> scent and started to bay, but later the plan. Of running the murderer down was abandoned as unadvisable because the scent was more than twelve hours old. From the condition of the body, said Sheriff J. R. Allison, who placed Hall under arrest, the crime must have committed earlier in the day. The fact of the girl, the fact that the girl had eaten her lunch indicates it must have been before noon. The belief that an escaped convict from Occoquan committed the crime is not plausible. These woods are 10 miles from Acapulon. Two prisoners were reported to have escaped shortly before the murder of Eva Roy took place. The district where the crime was committed is, on the whole, a very poor section. The the girl was very bright and much liked in the community. She took a number of prizes for her scholarship at school. Between 12 and 1 o'clock Tuesday afternoon, Lou Hall stopped at Davis Place, a county store near Burke's Crossroads, 10 miles from Fairfax, In the stretch of the woods where she was killed, there are about 5,000 acres of thicket timber, of the thickest timbers, in this section called Lee Chapel, and is a place of tragedy and ignorance, wild and untamed in some parts. Uh, I don't know really what that means. I'm guessing they mean, like, you know, like, black people living there? I don't know.
1: It could just mean there's a lot of poor people, you know, like... Like between, but like these people
0: are report too, which is weird to me.
1: Sure, but like maybe it, it was like the Skid Row of Burke Station.
0: Mm. Um, okay,
1: but the only other thing I mean, like so far, I, I haven't heard any real evidence against this guy.
0: Yeah, just that he was seen around the area. But like that, so was every other neighbor, right? Yeah. So I think I think the strongest case is that he like moved his kid and him to Akatink, like. Within hours of the crime occurring. So it looks like he's trying to run away, basically.
1: But was he a regular visitor at the home of his parents? Yeah, that
0: isn't really stated. I don't know. Uh, to complicate the case, a warrant has been issued for the arrest of a Negro, Wilbur oh, cool. Wooster, 17 years old, charging him with a criminal attack on a Negro girl. Whether there is any likelihood that Wooster committed the crime on Eva Roy is the subject of investigation being made today okay
1: well of course like you know they would if there was a a black person mm -hmm. that was you know convicted of some other crime they were probably like sure we'll just tack this one on too here's a warrant
0: and i don't know if this this article gets into it but um i'm pretty sure there were 10 at least 10 suspects at any one time and most of them were arrested so like it just shows you how many people like they were grasping it uh let's see Okay, here we go. Past the spring. Walter Wood, a white man employed as a woodcutter, was with Lou Hall at about 11 o'clock the day of the murder. According to a statement to the sheriff, he and Hall cut down a tree—down a bee tree? What? In the hope of finding some honey, and then separated. Excuse me. Hall, going toward his home, his steps led him past the spot where the murder was committed which was comparatively close to his home. He must have passed the spring where Eva Roy Roy was eating her lunch since there was no other way to his house. A coroner's jury composed of C.P. Henry Foreman, W.P. Marshall, G.C. White, A.B. Carter, R.A. Farr, and C.N. Stewart returned a verdict of death at the hands of the unknown man after an inquest Wednesday afternoon at 2 o'clock. That's so funny.
1: That was quick.
0: Well, no, but they're doing... Not him. Just whoever did it. The unknown man. So, like, the jury... They panelled a jury to basically impose a sentence before anybody... Before they
1: even had caught a suspect.
0: Which is crazy. I don't think that's allowed anymore. Uh, I've never...
1: (laughs) Just listening to this story so far, like, it just sounds like the Dark Ages, and this is only a hundred
0: years ago. You know what I mean? You say that now, but you're going to find out, like, whoever, like... I won't spoil it, but it, it seems they got it right. Well, not right if the person was actually guilty, but they didn't jump the gun is what I'm trying to say. Okay. They they, they could have had a lynching. They didn't do that. Um, and then, you know, there was no miscarriage of justice, it looks like. By inquiry, Sheriff Allison learned that Hall had gone to the home of his brother Joseph Hall, a laborer living in Akatank. When Sheriff Allison took him into custody... Hall made no protest. He did not ask any questions, according to the sheriff. Um, He got his hat and entered the car. They had cars in 1914, I guess. Yeah, Model Model T's. He did not have a coat. He seemed worried and said the sheriff had talked a little during the 14-mile ride. While White, who accompanied the sheriff, asked Hall why he—why be killed— I think it meant to say he, Eva Roy. Hall replied, I didn't kill her. Is that why I am arrested? Told the bloodhounds had been on the search for him, Hall said he supposed they were searching for the two escaped convicts. He denied the murder, but seemed to take his arrest as a matter of course, failing to ask questions until they near the jail. When White spoke to him, Hall is 33 33 years old, has a wife and two children. Eva came home. One day from le- tending the cows and told us how she had seen Hall beating his wife, said Mr. German, the dead girl's sister. Uh, what? But Miss Germain,
1: This is going to sound horrible, Eva, but like... I'm sorry. Eva oh, was, I don't mean to interject, but no, like... No, it's fine.
0: I just want to get through the sentence. Eva was frightened to death of Hall, but she told us she would reprimand him if she saw him do it again. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is going to sound horrible, but like, I, I, I just get the impression this is still pre-amendment, which gave women the right to vote. Yeah. So,
0: 1920, is that right? So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure most I'm just, people think feel like lines. domestic yeah.
1: violence was just par for the course at the time. Yeah. Like, it's horrible, but like, it's that's what I mean when I say that this almost sounds like the dark ages. Yeah. Like, I, I I'm surprised that this girl flinched. Like, when she saw this happening. Not
0: only that, but she said she was going to basically... Reprimand
1: him. <laughs> was she going to go? Like, go wag his finger? <laughs> wag a finger at him? I better not see you do that again.
0: <laughs> Hall is 33 years... Oh, I already said that. Hall is about 5 feet 11 inches tall, has light hair and eyes, and is thin and wiry. When arrested, he wore a hickory shirt, overalls, a felt hat, and was barefoot. Wow. He's, like, really going for the stereotypical, like... Appalachian look. (laughs) Thursday morning, Joseph Hall called to see his brother. They talked for several minutes, but... Wait, they had a telephone then, too? I guess so.
1: Yeah,
0: 1876, I think, was when it was in... Oh, okay. But nothing was said of the crime. Hall gave his brothers $2 which to purchase some tobacco. This is like... That's so much
1: tobacco. You
0: guys might laugh at that, but that's literally... As somebody who's listened to a lot of jail calls, this is how these go. Like, they talk to each other, and then he's like, send me some money. I have some cigarettes? (laughs) (laughs) Send me some money so I can buy snacks and have more phone calls, basically. Yeah, some some little Debbies from the commissary. Um, He's the only visitor the accused man has received since his arrest, with the exception of the Times reporter and county officials. In, an, in answer to a series of questions put by the reporter, Hall steadily replied, "I don't know he has no lawyer yet as yet The scene of the murder is one of the wildest spots in the section of the county After leaving a crossroads near the home of the Roys, the trail leads down into a deep bottom land trees spread their branches overhead until there is a network of green foliage obscuring the sky to each side are thick woods heavy with undergrowth and small trees tall beeches and oaks, And elms are bound in the timber. And it was in here the hall works. That hall worked. When he he worked at all, cutting wood. Oh, wow. Look at that. When he worked at all. Like, they're just basically saying he's like a vagabond. Oh, yeah. He's a bum. He was employed by Norman Stewart of the Burks. Of Burks. Uh, This is titled Where Hall Lived. And we're almost at the end here. Pohick Run, a small creek, cuts through the bottom of the land. On the trail taken by Eva Roy as... She followed her herd Tuesday morning. There are a number of difficult crossing places where bridges have been washed away. On the old hands place, as some call it, there are two springs about 500 yards apart by the winding pathway. Between the two springs, Hall lives in a little ramshackle house with his wife and children. Picture is the photo montage that accompanied this article. Okay, so the photo actually looks kind of think it's of Hall. Uh, his house doesn't look that bad. Oh, actually, it does kind of look that bad. So the Roy's house is like this big farmhouse. It's got like um, like a bay window sill on the first floor. Uh, it's got a patio or, or like a deck with like a uh, what what do you call the, An awning. But it's like a wooden awning with like uh, pillars. And then... So a porch. Yeah. And then Hall's house is like Smaller, but not that much smaller, but he's got like a clothesline hung up between it, Um, so I don't know. Yeah.
1: Is that the end of the article?
0: Yep, and then there's one more. Um,
1: But even so far in that one, I heard not a single bit of evidence against this guy. Well, the
0: evidence is that he, basically she was murdered... In the middle of nowhere, there is nobody who would be there, right? Mm-hmm. And Lou Hall was was walking back where she was because he had to go that way to get to his house.
1: So they're out in the at thickets. the same time. How far was this body found from his house?
0: Um, not very close. I don't think so. But it was found very close to where he was when he was working and where the. Uh, his, like, partner said he left him, basically.
1: I thought it was funny. It wasn't, like, his partner's name Wood, and he was a woodcutter. Like, it sounds kind of fake to me.
0: <laughs> um, Let me see here. Like, it
1: sounds like the Times reporter was like, fuck, I yeah, need to Walt- quote Yeah, <laughs> Walter Wood. Walter Wood. That's, like, the fakest name I've Heisenberg.
0: ever heard. Heisenberg. Walter White. No. <laughs> okay, so, all right. I I won't bore you with these articles, but let's get this last part. I think this clears everything up. This is from the Evening Star, August 9th, 1918. Neighbors held on suspicion of slaying Eva Roy. Lou Hall, woodcutter, admits he was near the scene of the murder. He sent his family away on the day of the tragedy. Denies he saw the girl. Bloodhound, unable to aid sheriff's efforts. Although Lou Hall, 33 years old, a woodchopper is being held in the county jail of Fairfax, Virginia, on suspicion, authorities are without substantial evidence to show who assaulted and brutally murdered 15-year-old Eva Roy on a deserted farm near her home at Burke Station, Virginia, Tuesday. Okay, interesting. The middle article said she was 14. The other two say she's 15, so they can't even get her age right. Um,
1: I'm, I mean, would you be surprised that the Roy's even, like, didn't have a copy of
0: her birth that's certificate? That's true. They probably don't really know. Well, but they should know what day she... No, they should, she's 15. They just have to count to 15, basically. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but, I mean...
0: <laughs> they just have to know she was born either in 1900... What do you think the average
1: education of these adults was? <laughs> so, they have to
0: show that she was born in 1900 or 19... Or, like, 1904 or 1905 or whatever. It's... Shouldn't be that hard. Uh, but anyway. Uh, Hall told Sheriff J.R. Allison that he knew Eva Roy was accustomed to look after her father's cows in the woods, and he admits he was in the vicinity of the scene of the murder Tuesday, but since his arrest Wednesday afternoon, he has steadfastly denied he saw the girl that day. girl was strangled. Uh, the coroner's jury, which gathered Wednesday morning where the spot the body was found, decided that the girl died from strangulation. So I why do they have a coroner's jury? That's so weird. They have to ha- like they have so, to like, decide a how a bunch this- of
1: amateurs yeah. decided how this girl what the cause of death was.
0: Yeah, that's so weird.
1: Yeah, this is this is what I'm saying. Like this just sounds like Hickville. Like
0: <laughs> the verdict stated that while the perpetrator of the crime was not definitely known to them, suspicion rested upon Lou Hall. On the strength of the verdict, Justice of the Peace, C.P. Henry gave Sheriff J.R. Allison a warrant directing him to take Hall into custody and told him as a suspect armed... Oh, and to, and to hold him as a suspect. Armed with his warrant, the sheriff found Hall at his home at the home of his brother, Joseph Hall at Akitink. Uh This is called Questioning of Holding. Uh, the grand jury will not meet until September 16th, when the county convenes. But the question of whether Hall is to be held by the, for the grand jury may be decided at a preliminary hearing within a few days. At noon today, no arraignments have been made for the hearing. Sheriff Jerry Allison is desirous, I don't know what that word is, of tracing every clue before a raining hall. A stranger might have passed through the woods, committed the murder, and kept on going, the sheriff pointed out. He called attention to the fact that the evidence against Hall is purely circumstantial. So, quick point circumstantial evidence and direct evidence don't necessarily mean that one is better the other, than the other. For example, I could say, um, I saw it raining outside today, that's direct evidence. However, somebody could point out that I have very bad visions, very bad vision, and I also have, um, like, I, like, uh, hallucinate sometimes. Uh, and then you could have circumstantial evidence of me walking in the door dripping rat- wet with an umbrella. That's circumstantial. I'm not, there's no witness that's saying directly they saw it raining, but they are saying, they, they are saying they saw me with, like, a raincoat on, covered in rain, So circumstantial evidence can be um, more persuasive than direct evidence. Just because something's circumstantial doesn't necessarily mean it's bad.
1: I feel like, though, like, I mean, obviously you have kind of an interesting perception – not perception, but I feel like the general public, when they hear the word circumstantial, they think like, oh, we should disregard this All it just
0: means is it's not direct. (laughs) But it can be extremely – it just means that there is a logical inference between the, uh, the 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 conclusion and the evidence. Whereas direct evidence, there is no inference. You're b- basically being told what the evidence is. Um, but yeah. On the theory brought by, to the sheriff's attention is that a convict who was reported to have escaped from Aquapon a few days ago might have been hiding in the woods and committed the crime. Sheriff Allison is working on the case today, but so far as could be learned, had not uncovered any additional information up to noon. Only the child's father, Peter Roy, her sister, Carolyn German, and brother-in-law, William German, attended this simple burial ceremony yesterday at the graveyard of Lee Chapel, about two miles from Roy Farm. Assuming the news of the murder has not yet reached Akatink, which is 12 miles from Burke, Sheriff Allison said, Hall, I've got a warrant for you for a little mix-up at Burke. Denies he's slayer. According to the sheriff, Hall showed little emotion and did not make much inquiry about why he was arrested. When so that's right there. He's
1: like, yeah, I fucking did it. (laughs) Well,
0: you can't like that means nothing. You can't. You can't judge. You you can't use silence. Murder. Yeah. You can't use silence in the presence of the arresting sheriff as evidence of guilt. That's basically a violation of the Fifth Amendment. But this is is a, a news article. So, when asked at the jail later if he killed the girl, he denied any knowledge of the murder. Hall has only a limited education and earns a living cutting wood in the woods where Eva was murdered. His home, where his wife and little two children live, is not more than 500 yards from the scene of the murder. There is your answer, Andrew. 500 yards.
1: 500 yards from his house?
0: Yeah. So that's like... Football Five field. football fields. So,
1: like,
0: <laughs> keep <laughs> I, in mind it's in the middle of the woods, though. right? So,
1: like, I'm imagining the brush is pretty thick, but still, like, plenty of time to commit the murder and then get back to your house. Qu- like,
0: well, and they found him in his brother's house, twelve miles away, too. So he like got back to his house and left with his kid. Questioned by the sheriff about his movements uh, on the day of the murder, Hall said he left his home. Sometime in the morning, he could not place the time and went into the woods. The spot where Eva was found is but a few feet from the path, which Hall took from his home to where he chops wood for C. Norman Stewart, a few feet opposite, where the girl was found, is a spring. Uh, This is titled Past Near Murder Scene. Hall admitted he passed the spring in going through the woods. He had not been cutting long. He told the sheriff he was decided it was not too hot to cut wood and started back home. Or it was too hot to cut wood. He admits he again passed the spring, but denies he saw Eva, according to Sheriff Allison. He could not approximate the time he returned home. Others who were chopping wood Tuesday say it was about 11 o'clock in the morning when he quit. Continuing his story to the sheriff, Hall said he was not home long when he decided to go to Akatang and try to get work at Camp Humphreys, according to about one o'clock he took his wife and two children to the farm of his father-in-law James E. Taylor about two miles from Burke leaving his wife at a creek near her father's home what? Hall continued on his he just, journey just
1: like left her at the creek like alright have fun honey fishing <laughs> pole
0: Hall continued on his journey to Akatink. Uh this is called Story by Eva's of Eva's sister and we're almost done here people uh, back At the Little Red Farmhouse of the Eroys, a pitiful side of the tragedy was being related. Miss Carolyn Germain, the only sister of the murdered girl, told this story. Eva started out with the cows early that morning, taking a packaged lunch, a bottle of coffee. She was to come back at noon and had intended taking her father's watch to tell the time, but she forgot the watch. When one o'clock came and Eva did not return, I grew worried. But Father had gone down to Burke Station for some feed, and it was late in the afternoon when he returned. I told him I was worried about Eva, and he said he would go down and help her home with the cows. A neighbor came over and delayed him, and it was about five o'clock when he left. When he he bade not return at seven o'clock, I became alarmed and followed him. I had gone, gone not far into the thick woods when I heard the familiar jingling of cowbells and breathed a sigh of relief. A few minutes later, I heard Father calling me. I cried back, It's all right, Father. I hear Eva coming now with the cows. But he called back to me, No, child, I found the cows. But Eva was not with them, discovering the body. Farmers in the vicinity organized searching parties and beat the woods all night, all Tuesday night. The first place Father Peter Roy went was the Hall Farm, but it was deserted. It was 8 o'clock Wednesday morning when one of the parties led by Paul Marshall found the body. Uh, so it's interesting. There seems to be, like, some sort of underlying animosity between the Halls and the Roys. Yeah. Because, like, there's another article I found where they, uh, basically, Paul... Or the Roy father said, like... Um, what did he say? He was like, oh, I have no doubt, like, this guy's guilty. Uh, he definitely did it. Blah, 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 blah. And then... Also, like, they went to his house first, and it was deserted. So, like, I don't know. I feel like he knew something was up.
1: Well, at the same time, too, like, you know, the father could be blinded by emotion. Like, they have a suspect in custody. And my no, but this is murdered. before.
0: This is, like...
1: Before they caught him?
0: Yeah, before they even found the body.
1: I'm also wondering, too, like, if the place where Roy... Where Hall was working... Was not too far from the body site. Did they ever question um, any, it was, any of his coworkers? Because they, they yeah, said there were other people yes. out there at eleven.
0: Yeah, if you remember, his his the wood guy basically said he left, um, here and went back home, and the body was found five hundred yards from his house, between where he worked and his house.
1: So I mean, but these people were in the area too. So like, who's to say they one of them didn't? get off work no and I, murders, I, I mean
0: i'm not saying he's guilty i'm just saying like there like basically he basically said he walked where she was murdered right. twice and I just
1: didn't notice it but like was she she was in the thicket right it wasn't like yeah, she was yeah, like yeah, along yeah. the trail yeah yeah i'm not saying it was
0: like easy to find also um what else was there i don't know uh, but anyway Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, the body was in a sitting position against the trunk of a slender tree. Her belt was drawn so tightly around her neck. Oh, wait. So this is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, could not be... Oh, yeah. Around her throat, it could not be released until cut. Her clothes were torn from her, and black bruises on her hands and arms gave mule, mute testimony Of the straggle, struggle I think they meant to say, which she made to escape from her assailant. The body was found behind the underbrush on a slight elevation about 15 feet from the path running through the woods. So 15 feet away.
1: So it's not out of question that somebody walking on the trail would be able to see this.
0: Right. Uh, Trampled grass and broken twigs indicate that the child was chased around the tree and fought with her strength before she was overpowered. Beside the spring... On the other side of the path, the searchers found the, the bit of paper from which her lunch had been wrapped and the bottle she used for her coffee. A bloodhound was brought to the scene from Occoquan, a blue working shirt and an axe were taken from the hall's home and brought to the scene, but the search parties had reversed the surrounding ground so much that the hound was unable to follow the scent. A few hours later, it was learned that Hall had gone to Akitink and the sheriff immediately went for him. By Wednesday afternoon, murmurings against the hall were being heard in Burke, and Sheriff Allison took roundabout way in his automobile in getting the suspect to the Fairfax jail. Eva Roy was amiable and. Oh, what is that word, Andrew? Amiable? Yeah.
1: I've never heard that word before. That has to be a typo. How do you spell that?
0: Amiable and studious child, and was was much liked and admired. She attended school in Burke and took a number of prizes for her school work at the county fair at Fairfax last year. Her father is a Dane and was a farmer in Redwood County, Minnesota, until five years ago when he bought the farm at Burke. Eva's his mother died in Minnesota. It is one of those things a man never gets over, was all the heartbroken father could say, as he tried to divert his mind by working about his farm yesterday afternoon. Okay, so that's all the articles I have. Uh, You're probably breathing a sigh of relief, but I do have a little bit more information. Uh, So, there were ten people suspected in the case, at least recorded, as recordings will show. Um, One of them was that uh, black 17-year-old kid they talked about. Um, He was... the evidence surrounding him was, like, basically so low they threw that case away. Or it wasn't even a case, but they got rid of him as a suspect. There were a number of uh, suspects, suspects um, basically Union soldiers who were near uh, the, what is, Pohick Bay area. I, I don't know what the fort is called. Um, but they, they were, like, basically thought to maybe be uh, guilty of it. Um, and then I, I don't remember the rest, but I do know that, uh, Hall was, uh, tried twice. The first trial was a mistrial. The second trial he was acquitted. And I'm pretty sure the main piece of evidence was that like the belt that one of the belts that was used to tie her up basically was too, uh, small for his waist. Well, who's to say he can just gain a lot of weight in prison? <laughs> <laughs> if the belt does not fit, you must acquit! Yeah, like, seriously, basically that. So, yeah, any questions? Um,
1: there's no footprints or anything. Like... Well, if it's size 11 footprints. Does this, this hall wear a size 11 shoe?
0: I don't know. They didn't say.
1: But that also, I mean, that's got to be, like... That's like, a pretty common size. Yeah, that's, like, the most common like? size... I bet that everybody in the area probably has the same. Boots. Oh,
0: also, Hall wasn't wearing shoes.
1: Yeah, Hall wasn't wearing shoes. He so probably like, honestly didn't so maybe know he, he ditched shoes. the shoes. Like if oh, he did it, possibly. But also, like he ditched he-
0: the shoes but hid the body in plain sight. I don't
1: know. He's like, wow. Um, but, like, everybody with shoes probably got them from the same Sears robot catalog because that's how they caught the Night mm. Stalker is because he wore, like, a very specific pair of shoes that they had only sold, like, 10 pairs in the oh, U.S. Oh, really? Um, but I'm thinking, like, you know, everybody's got the same shoes from the robot catalog, so that's not even that amazing of a piece of evidence. Like, yeah. it just sounds like they saw Haw leave.
0: Walk back. Yeah, I think he was just like this, like, basically, like, poor, stupid guy who lived near all of them and they didn't like him. That's my theory, anyway. And they were just like, oh, it was probably that, like. And, whatever.
1: like, they, they were like, oh, well, there were these escape prisoners at the Akupan prison, which, if I'm thinking about right now, is really not that far from where this happened.
0: 14 miles. Right, but it's not that far now it's it was far no, I, mean, I mean
1: like but i bet if you're an escape convict like you're like i got to get as far away from here as possible it's also
0: in the middle of nowhere like so even like a criminal wouldn't like go like that deep into the woods is the thought well i don't, I don't know. know
1: but like he's not going to walk alongside 123 like away from the prison <laughs> <I> <laughs> you know like i don't
0: think there is a 123 i think there're like literally there's some...
1: probably some road there yeah like, but
0: like i'm i'm sure they had enough like coverage to not have to like delve into like basically nowhere they're mm-hmm. like i don't know
1: well i'm just saying like I, I i mean maybe in like a like just they got the adrenaline going from the fact they just escaped prison maybe <laughs> they're like, maybe hey, they're let me, just some let sicko just go... <laughs> let me just go like murder this girl
0: they also didn't say like what type of crimes they committed so yeah
1: it was just like <laughs> larceny under 200 or something
0: <laughs> um also i should say in public (laughs) (laughs)
1: if that was even a crime 100 years ago
0: so the story of that's the story of eva roy now the ghost sort of stuff surrounding her uh so she you might have uh remembered she was buried at lee chapel cemetery that cemetery still exists even though the chapel is gone it's like right off of a I don't really know.
1: It's the intersection of Fairfax County Parkway and Lee Chapel Road. Oh, you remember this? Okay. Yeah, I committed the murder.
0: (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Um, But yeah, so like a couple nights ago, I think a week ago, I went over there and uh, I didn't didn't find the grave because it was really dark and I was sketched out and they had a big sign over the entrance that was like... Uh, trespassing a graveyard after dark if you're not visiting a family member is a crime in Virginia and I was like uh should probably not stay here long so so I just admitted to a crime in a podcast great
1: well I mean it's not like we have allegedly (laughs) not done that before yeah
0: um but yeah so like I just walked around the cemetery it was kind of creepy but also like I was also kind of sketched out and also like it's so close to the intersection, so like like there's like a light like the traffic lights just blare into there so you're not really it's not very secluded and and there's a neighborhood on the other side um but yeah, I was in there and also on this same forum Fairfax Underground, there have been like a number of people who posted about. Uh, like seeing her when they were kids growing up in the area basically she's always described as like this young girl in this like long gown um long white or blue gown and like she always asks like can you help me can you help me and like follow me and then uh that's basically it um so like Given that it was Fairfax Underground, I basically took that with a grain of salt. I don't know how many of them were just like making that up to make the forum more interesting or the thread more interesting, but yeah.
1: I will say though, I mean, like that goes with the what I was saying about how so much of Fairfax is a very modern development. Like, like this is one of the only real like Fairfax ghost stories I'm aware of. Yeah. You know, because there just straight up weren't that many people here even 100 years ago. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, George Washington's mm-hmm. will is in the Fairfax Courthouse. It is? Mm-hmm. I saw it the other day. You should just, like, cross everything out and be like, <laughs> right, I Gifford, leave the yeah. Mount Vernon
1: estate to Gifford R. Hampshire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be really funny. <laughs> so... So yeah, like uh, the other day for my new job, I toured the court, the historic courthouse at Fairfax County, and um, we were in like the main room. There's only like one room in the whole courthouse where, the, where court occurs. Like it's just one yeah. room, but it's pretty big. It's got like a second story galley and stuff. But um, like, there's like these two doors like in the middle of the courthouse, and they go underneath into the jail. Um, and then also. Yeah, George Washington's will is there like I said. But yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced this uh that he, well he was that acquitted.
0: That was what I was saying. He was acquitted both times. So neither was the jury. So so there was just not enough evidence, and like they all fucked up the crime scene by like running all around yeah. it, and like the bloodhound was like, "Yeah, I don't know." It well, was, that's why
1: yeah. I what I was <laughs> inferring by saying that it was like the Dark Ages a hundred years ago is I feel like as long as you're not at like the scene of a crime when the cops arrive, you have like a ninety percent chance of getting away with it. You know, <laughs> like yeah, and if you like yeah, just think of like all the the famous like bank robbers, like you know they. They they're not wearing masks or anything. They come in with these three piece suits and these big hats, and they're like, if anybody says who did it, it was Southside Johnny and the Blaze Gang. <laughs> 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 and they drive off in their Lincoln, and then like the cops come and they're like, well, oh, there's not, he- they're not here. I guess there's nothing we can do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should look at their Facebook and see if they posted about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that's how they catch everybody. Yeah, I know.
1: But you still have like a forty percent chance of getting away with murder, Do like statistically. Really? Yeah. Just
0: are you just saying that because that's how many unsolved murders there are?
1: I'm not sure how they calculate that, oh, but okay. like I, I have, if you Google what's the pers- the chance you'll get away with murder, and it, it will come up as like thirty nine point nine percent.
0: Gotcha. Well, I guess this concludes our episode of the Chungus Cast. Unless you have anything else. Uh,
1: like, subscribe, smash that motherfucking like button. Yeah. Oh, oh crap, they're coming to get us.
0: <laughs> no! Oh, no! Hall, get out of here! Get the out of done, everybody. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. If you want more uh, local history, we'll call this uh, genre, please let me know, and I'll try and give it to you. Anyway, uh, please hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff, um, and let me know how I did. Let me know how you liked the last episode, which will probably have been the Uh, mellow hour episode and let me know how you like this episode but yeah that's all I have for you Um, yeah I'm I'm glad to still be doing this Andrew you want to say anything just oh wait actually don't say anything because um, I have the mic set up weird but yeah uh, Andrew says I had fun he says hi alright bye